Susan here. Sarah here. Welcome to the Brain Candy Podcast. It's great to be here. I thought you were going to say it's gray today because it, it is, is gray. gray outside. I hate it. Do you hate it? I only want sunshine. Oh. Mm-hmm. Sunshine I, go away I today. I thought you were going to sing the Brady Bunch. I was going to, but I forgot the words to it all of a sudden. So I had to come up with the only other line with sunshine in it. And I was like, wait. Good day, sun. No, what the hell are the words? Sunshine. Wait, wait. I was going to cut me. Sunshine. Sunshine. Sunshiny day. No, that's another one. What the hell are the words? I think I'll go for a walk outside now. The summer sunshine in my way. I hear you now. Just can't stay inside. There you go. You just needed a little. I needed a little. Primer. It's now. like, have you ever forgotten a phone number and you need a running start and you're like, did you wait? How does it start? Nine four nine. Is that getting a, run, a, running, a running start, start to the phone number? Is that your bit or? Is, I think it's my bit. It's really funny. That's a really good one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a gray day. Who needs that? Nobody. I hate it. Um, yeah, what the hell you moved to Southern California for? Not this. Shit. Exactly. Think about it. In Pittsburgh, man, it was like oh. nine months of the year under a cloud mm, cover. Mm-mm. No. Thanks. No way, no. That noise you might be hearing is the leaf blowers that come down my street oh. once a week. Yeah, I bet they don't even Fuck hear those them. guys. <laughs> have, you, have you ever heard uh, Wanda Sykes' bit about the Mexican with the leaf blower? No. How, like, if you want to get away with something and, like, get into an area that you're not allowed to be in, <laughs> just be a Mexican with a leaf blower because everyone gets out of the way, like, oh, well, it's a Mexican with a leaf blower. <laughs> They can go wherever they want, and it's true. Uh, I will say that, you know, Johnny Bananas does say some funny things every now and then. Yeah. And we did the last challenge <clears throat> in Jaco, Mexico. Right. And the gardeners that they hired were from probably local, but Johnny was like... <laughs> we're probably... Right. Is it weird that I just was like... We're like, oh... The gardeners here are also Mexican. And I was like, Johnny, we're in Mexico. <laughs> that, see, yeah. I thought it was kind of. Yeah. Have you been following Shanity's Instagram? No, I haven't. Should I be? Yeah, Shane uh, Landrum. Oh, I probably am. How, Which, what have he's, we seen? Well, this week the reunion came out mm-hmm. that we're, we're recording. And he did a lot of like behind the scenes of the reunion. And he didn't post them until now that the show's out. And there was like this one of Johnny talking to CT and uh, Darrell. Mm -hmm. And he's like holding court, like, you know, just sort of going on and on. He's mad about something, as he always is. And he's like, what am I fucking doing? And they're just (laughs) staring at him. And it it took me back because that's all he ever does. Right. All sort of. Rant. You know what's so funny? He's a ranter. I got a uh, message from Nani this morning. Just like I think she she just sent me a picture or linked me to a picture in uh, Instagram of like uh, a skeleton at a desk, like in front of a computer, and it says <laughs> it says waiting for a narcissist to apologize. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where did she post it? And, no, just she sent just it sent it you. to me and was like, "Ha ha, Johnny." That's so funny. Yeah. Wow. Does she pop in every now and then? Yeah. That's fun. We're chatty. 
She's cool. Uh, I like her. I like, she's I doing made, big things. I like is that. she? Yeah. That's great. She's like, she? got her esthetician's license now, or like, uh, and she's working for Aveda, which is a real nice company. And where does she live? In New York? I think she's still in Buffalo, I think. Buffalo, I New York. Yeah, yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. That's cool. I'm not sure, though. Shout outs. I have a shout out that I promised. We're doing shout outs just at the beginning. I really only have one. Whoa, okay. We Who can do it? more later. Um, this woman named Beth, it's a patron. And I wanted you to know her last name because I thought it would be good for, for the song. What is it? Fight. F I T E. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I thought that could really add something to your lyrics. Yeah, I was, see, I was going to go, I was thinking more of like a. Bethany, you're a real nice person. But it's not Bethany. It's just Beth? Yeah, because it might be Elizabeth. Okay. Beth, hey, friend, you're a real nice patron. Gonna contribute to us. I hear you now. <laughs> da, 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 da. That's your worst ever. <laughs> is it? Yeah, Beth is gonna be like, fuck that. Okay, should I go something or more along the lines of fight? Like, you know? Yeah. Beth's gotta fight! <laughs> For all right! <laughs> Wow. Wow. Look at the sound waves. Oh, Adam's going to be mad. <laughs> yeah, He's so going to have to adjust that. Beth, Beth has been waiting, and she hey, couldn't Beth, wait anymore. You're so fine. You're so fine. You're my man. Hey, Beth. We'll do some more shout-outs hey, later. Beth. But getting started, I have these things that I've been writing down that I want your comments on. Just things that I've read that. or thought about lately. I just like that anybody wants my comments on anything. <laughs> I – oh, this is a fun one. I'll start with this. Okay. So let's say you're walking down the street and, you know, some guy, a stranger, mm-hmm. says like, excuse me, I just want to tell you you're beautiful. You know, because mm-hmm. sometimes that's that goes on. Mm-hmm. What do you usually say? Depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Right. <laughs> right. Because sometimes if I'm on like <clears throat> a feminist rant. Yeah. I... Will be a bitch. Okay. Well, and you'll just be like, ignore or who the person is. Like, young white guy with a trucker hat and pulled up black socks. He's getting a big fuck you. Like, not (laughs) not not even a fuck you. But okay, if he were like, okay, pretend to do it. I'm gonna like envision you looking like a douchebag. Well, like a lot of times they try to make it seem like super polite. Yeah. So they'll be like, excuse me, I just want to tell you, I had to tell you. You are a beautiful woman. Uh-huh. Thanks. <laughs> That's if you're a douchebag. Okay. Okay. What if it was like... An Elderly, al- adorable black man that is playing chess in the park. Be him. Okay. Adorable. Excuse me. I have to tell you, young lady, you are a beautiful, beautiful person. Thank you. That just made my day. <laughs> See? <laughs> so... So I don't know if it's different online as well. Like a lot, you know, you might get compliments online. Mm-hmm. Some people have open DMs, which means anybody can oh send my God, them a I private. Think I have that. Oh God, do I? I hope Shit, not. We should check. I'm sure you would know if you're getting these weird private messages. I mean, I got a list of 93 waiting messages to accept. Does that on mean it's Twitter? Open? No, on oh, Insta. No, that means it's closed. Okay. Whew. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you don't follow someone on Instagram, then they can still write to you, but it's like okay, pe- it. pending or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just learning okay. the internet by Susie. <laughs> How to internet. So a lot of times a guy will be like, oh, you are you have a beautiful body. Uh, and this person... <laughs> they tell you that. Nobody tells me that. <laughs> True. They say you're shaped like a lot of my produce. 
this girl on Twitter wrote about how if you just write back and are like, I know, right? <gasps> that they get so mad. Oh, my God. And it's like the perfect feminist response because you're I not know, saying right? they're wrong. No, you're not. You're saying like, yeah, I, I totally agree with how hot I am. They and do not like, they, oh, my God, we have to experiment with this. They end up saying like, fuck you. You don't have a great body. You should work out more. And like, they, there's all these screen grabs of women who what? try this, it. We have to do this. So we have to experiment with this right now. When you <laughs> when you get complimented by a man, they want you to be like, "What? Oh my gosh! Oh, blush, fuck. blush emoji, blush emoji." Ew. And they don't want you to just be like, "Thanks." And especially if you put thanks with a period, they hate that. <laughs> <laughs> this has now become my new favorite thing. So I'm gonna have to post way hotter pictures than me with crying babies <laughs> to get. I love that one though. <laughs> That was literally my day. I, every baby that I held just started. I was like, I got a, a touch, a magical touch. <laughs> baby whisperer. Yeah, which is like, that would be hilarious. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. But like, if a woman writes back and is just like, thanks, then guys are like mad that they complimented you. Okay, I'm you. just going to... Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to post a sexy pic as... It's it's going to be like an old pic. I mean, <laughs> it'll be like a throwback Thursday, but only from like a year ago. <laughs> That's really funny. Just because I don't feel like fucking doing my hair and makeup and like, then I got to get the right angle. I got some of those in the archives. Right. I'll get one of those out, post it. Yeah. Get somebody to hopefully say I'm hot that's of the male persuasion. I think here's my Ladies. opinion though. Check your check your private messages right now on okay. there. Cuz here's my oh, my okay, sense okay. is that it wouldn't be like that if it were public. Oh, I got to go private. I okay. think so. Yeah, let's check. I got okay, we got the requests. And now I know where they are. All right. Everyone will be sending you private messages now. Now. Girls, 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 <laughs> girls, girls, girls. This guy Oh, somebody's saying my dog is cute. Okay. <laughs> girls. Girls. This girl, is even girl, better. Girls. Girls. Girl. I'm not kidding, Suze. You could try to find my... Okay. Sarah. Oh, here's one. Oh, another response to my dog. Oh, my God. Maybe that's how they try to get in with you. Is like, oh, oh your dog is cute. wow. There is not... Okay, that could be promising. Okay. But that's no, not a compliment. It's not. It's just, it's just emoji heart, with heart yeah. eyeballs. That's stupid. I love this about you, though. Like, I even seriously, though it's a dead end for our conversation, but it's really nice that people, women, really like you. There's not a single man. I've gone through. There's I can find a man on there. Oh my god, this is insane. Oh wait, there's this guy did put a heart. Big fan, and I would love to meet you. I love close, and I would take you out for ice cream. Oh, live close, and I'll oh. take you out for ice cream. You did write love. Oh, oh, well, Freudian slip. Oh, I would, see, he's so respectful. I know. What the hell am I supposed to say to that? Thanks. I like mint chip. <laughs> Just like that. That's it. There aren't even any more. 
This is horrible. Suze, I can't. This is why when you when I told you that I've never gotten a dick pic and you're like shocked. That's why. I'm not. What is somebody it about you? that I'm like you friend some, zone? People. I am. Or yeah, do I friend zone them or do am I just in the friend zone? Yeah, like, I, I think there. you send out the friend. Vibe. I do. They're just like neighborly. Na- yeah, that's why. Like, I don't ever worry about like getting kidnapped or like never worried about getting sold into sex slavery, ever. Really, I thought about that when I was driving through Thailand. The best thing about the- Sarah and also this show, as a result, is that I genuinely never know what you're going to say. <laughs> what that's are you talking honestly about? How- so when I was in Thailand, it was when we had that like two weeks <gasps> of me just it. backpacking alone. And the one of the producers was like, you know, you be careful out there. And I was like, <laughs> first I was like, I can do it because I can like handle myself. Yes. Um, but I was, I had this moment where I was cruising around. I, oh, I think I, I was cruising around on my moped, a little scooter. And I pulled up next to, now at this time I'm probably 28. Right. Maybe 27. Yeah. But I pulled up, but I'm like an old 27. I'm, a, I'm <laughs> aged and weathered. I pull up next to, on my little scooter, a group of like maybe 18, 19, 20 year olds who are like those vacationing in Thailand for the summer from Australia. Yeah. You know, girls in their little bikinis. And I like caught a look of myself in the mirror and then them. And I was like, <laughs> oh. Nobody's going to kidnap you. You're so fucking fine. (laughs) You're so out of the age of being sold into drug trafficking or sex slavery. That is really comforting. Yeah, I was like, you're safe in pretty much every country now. I love how you think that's why people kidnap only. Well, I feel like I just wouldn't pull in like a high dollar amount. So like why go to the hassle? Plus I look like I would be a hassle to kidnap. <laughs> like if anybody would be annoying to yeah. kidnap, it'd be the mouthy feminist with a bunch of tattoos from California. <laughs> They'd be like, Ugh. oh, shut up. <laughs> Please, God, she's free. We'll pay you. So um, nobody's going to do that to me. It's not worth the trouble. It's so funny. Well, okay, and since Sarah's no help then, you guys, if you get, like, randos sending you messages oh, I still on want to do this. Twitter or whatever, wherever. If you, you probably do. I uh, used to, but I don't anymore because I oh, cause try to send. I think I try to send another friend, but I'm older. But, I, I mean. I mean, come on. Every once in a while. I just got to put up one of my, uh, like, a sexier pick. Yeah, I mean, I gotta bait them. Honestly, this that is, is all it this takes. This is entrapment. Really, I did a, a tweet recently about um, blowjobs, but it wasn't like sexy. Yeah. I forget. It was oh, it was about sucking. Oh, when the Colbert sucking Trump's uh, Putin's uh-huh, uh-huh, dick uh-huh, uh-huh. scandal came out, and I did a tweet about it, and some guy wrote, "Nice tweet, Susie." Winky <laughs> emoji, and and then he said, "I'm in L.A. by the way," <laughs> <laughs> and so I didn't write back. But I assume he was like seeing it, what what stuck on that one. Yeah. Like if I was like, well, that in that case, let's yeah. let, let me show let's you act out that tweet about. <laughs> about Putin's wiener. Yeah. But anyway, I Polish if you sausage. guys get these sort of unsolicited mm-hmm. compliment DMs, mm-hmm. write back to that person and be like, 
I know, right? I can't believe how pretty I am. Or just say thanks with a period and see what the answer is and send us the screen grabs. Like, oh, God, I thought I can see it. I can see. Because they want you to be shocked that you're getting a compliment. Fuck you. Yeah. So I love that, that little thing that I read. What are we supposed to say when guys We're supposed to be honored. Oh, cat like, call. like, do you get that? What yeah, would you I say? Think, I what think do you they say? Want, I don't say a damn thing, but I think they want us to smile and be all like, <laughs> I hate, don't ever tell me to smile. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld used to do this bit about the most futile act in the world is when a guy in a car honks at a like pedestrian yeah. woman <laughs> and said, what is she supposed to do? Grab onto the bumper and be like, I didn't know how you felt about me. <laughs> Run after him. It is a silly dynamic. Ridiculous. That they feel compelled. Yeah, it is a compulsion. To do it. It's like a, oh, oh I want to put my penis in you. <laughs> you know who always Shut does up. it? This is not scientific. What? Who? Whenever you see a pickup truck with three guys up in the front. <laughs> oh, my God. You're right, because it's like the dynamic of three, I think, is anytime I think there's a group of three men. Three or more. Yeah. You're definitely getting a, come on. Right. That so, set of double Ds ain't walking anywhere without some attention. What do they want, though, You can wear real? a poncho, for Christ's sake. Do they want us to be like, I get over here, I, big boy? Yeah, or like, suck on him. Come and get him. Come on, daddy. Just flash him. Be I'm like, sure you're- Oh, these? What if that would be the best response? If the guys are catcalling you and you just turned around and went, hello. Just really ridiculous. (laughs) They would so regret it. Let's just make it the wrongest. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> really God, that was great. Okay, <sighs> let's move on. I wanted to talk to you about an article I read about the accent that they have in old movies. <laughs> what is that? Right. I was so intrigued. Have you ever seen old-timey photos colored in, like, new ones, and they look like people now? Real people. And it weirds you out. Do you follow them? That girl on Twitter that does that a person thing? Uh huh. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, because it's almost. I'm going to have to. I don't know what happened there. (laughs) I said I'm gonna. (laughs) It's just you don't think of them as real because they look so different than our world. Yeah, but obviously, you know, but it's hard to conceptualize that. They're they're the same people. There's some quote somewhere that says we're just we're the same people in older clothes and different haircuts or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it really is. What were you even talking about? That well, the accents. 
I'll I'll get back to that um, in a minute. But first, I want to say, do you like my earrings? I do. I know exactly where they're from too, because <laughs> I almost put those in my, my no closet. Uh huh. For real, Latote. Yeah. Yeah, man. I can't believe. I that. think they're great. The the necklace you had on last Don't time. Don't they remind I you of the ocean and like mermaid? Yeah, I love the color. Are they have? You I should keep those. I now sort by newest so that I get all the new stuff. Oh, nice. But anyway, Latote is this cool clothing service where you can have clothes shipped directly to your door. You can wear them as much as you want, and you can choose to either buy them or just send them back and get new stuff sent to you. And what I wanted to say on a previous episode that I didn't is that um, that it's not like a normal subscription thing where it's like once a month. Mm I get four to five a month because I send them right back and then I get a new set of clothes. So you can get hundreds of dollars worth of clothing from designer brands for this one price. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, you can go in and style the box too, like which is unique. I love that. You say, oh, you know what? I'm going to a fancy event. I need a dress. And you can pick out the dress you want. Or how about I'm going hiking in Peru and I need some dry fit Nike shirts so I loaded oh, up my smart. tote with all of their athletic wear. That's really smart. And a cute scarf to keep me warm. If you go to latote.com, that's L-E-T-O-T-E.com, to get started, you can get it as low as $39 a month. But if you enter code BRAINCANDY at checkout, you get 50% off your first month, which is even better. And like I said, you can get hundreds of dollars worth of clothes. Just keep returning the, the stuff you're done with, and you get more stuff. Love it. I, love I it. truly love it. Lo- it has become <laughs> my closet. My closet. Yeah. And oh my god, I get compliments everywhere. And they have a maternity one. Oh, oh that's mater- true. Whenever you have, uh, yep. Whenever that's, baby. That is the only way I'm dressing baby. myself when I'm pregnant. Why on earth would I go out and buy clothes if I can just keep recycling through them and get new ones all the time? Yeah, because what really happens is you end up wearing the same right thing constantly. And then if I want it, I keep it, and it's for like half the price. Yeah, it's Come way on. better. Latote.com and uh, use code BRAINCANDY at checkout to get 50% off. Um, okay, so I was going to tell you about the accent. Yes, yes, so that's it, the accent. It's called the transatlantic accent, and it was an affectation that was taught to people, especially in New England, to eliminate origin oh. tracing. And was a mix of British and American. Can you do one? Yeah. He was on the video. I'll put in the newsletter. In the video, he was saying like, for example, the the word water would be a great one. Because that's the one where in England they water. make fun of yeah. me for. Because it has the, the vowel A, when we say it, it's uh, harder when... English people say it, it's softer. And then we pronounce the T like a D, and they pronounce it with a hard T. And then it's the R at the end is soft for English people. So water is probably the word that is the most different from English in America and English in England. So ours is so gross, water. And theirs (laughs) is so elegant. And then the transatlantic is sort of water, but... You know, yeah. half and half. Yeah. And that is so weird. Yeah. And 
in back in the movie, the old movie, the talkies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Every time I try to do it in my head, it keeps going to, nah, see, you talk something like what, see? Nah, I can't talk like anything else. Like, uh, that's obviously not the accent, but I can't what? think of any old-timey accent except that. But I bet you that's derivative of the I'm same sure it is. thing. But it's just this idea of blending the accent so that films could be sort of, you didn't come from That's a particular so place. Interesting. And then it fell out of what, fashion. Were you telling me? Did we talk about it on here about why we smile? Yeah. Was that oh, on here? I, I don't know if it was on here. I can't ever I remember. I think it was not. I don't think it was either. You need to tell people this because this is fascinating oh, and it's closely related. I read this article about why Americans smile so much, which is twofold. The first being that countries with high populations of immigrants tend to smile more because if there's a language barrier, you rely upon so interesting. facial expression to denote mm-hmm. friendliness or eneminess. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, and then they also measured the toothiness and sort of breadth, is that the right word, or width of the smile, uh-huh, uh-huh. and found that Americans are super wide-smiled, and that that comes from the American uh, foundation of optimism that we so espoused. Yeah. That it would change, but it makes sense. Like the, In the same way that uh, it was a nation of immigrants that did that, it's also a nation of immigrants that created that transatlantic accent. Right. Yeah. And it's how weird. we really are. And to, I mean, it kind of, you can look a big picture with this, is it's kind of silly to, you know, we have like even this new president mm-hmm. you know, who's saying like, who's about to be the old president. Oh, right. <laughs> who's about to be the old president. Who, you know, who's ridiculous things like, Go back to, like, we are a nation that is created. Everything from our language to our gestures to how we interact with each other. Yeah. On being a melting pot. Mm-hmm. So right. why on earth would we, that's the, that's what makes America so wonderful and so beautiful, is mm-hmm. that we are made up of so many different fabrics and, you know, colors. You know, the, colors. To, be, to be honest, though, the tendency of, like, Acceptance of the new group, whoever the new mm-hmm. group is, mm-hmm. has always oh, been. Oh, that's it. Long-standing American tradition yeah. as well. Yeah, we're real good at being like, real... oh no, no, we're all capped out on right. new people. <laughs> You're over total here. true. Oh, oh, they're one half a shade darker. All right, well, no. Even th- this is something that I learned that shocked me. What? Which is that the Irish used to be considered not white. Right. Right. I re- I heard that too. And that is something that highlights how race yeah. is a social construct. Yeah. Because if you look at the skin tone by itself, mm-hmm. those people are whiter than heck. Yeah. But when you when the context is that they're undesirable, mm-hmm. and that you associate whiteness with purity and desirability, then they can't be white. Yeah. And that's how they were classified early on in the twentieth um, century. Have you ever seen the show Masters of None? <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. I love that. Do you? Yeah. It dresses People the really second do. season is really good and it talks a lot about race and like in a way that I think is very approachable and relate. I don't know. I just really yeah, like it. Yeah, people how it's love done. it. 
And yeah. I just watched one and I was like, that's not for me. But I think I didn't give it enough chance. Every episode is so different, too. Oh, really? It's one of those, where, like, really different. Where it's almost a different style and a different, you know. Why? I, I find it interesting. It's kind of like, uh, there's a few show, new shows that are out like that. That, oh, there's another one. I can't remember what it's about. It's about a weed delivery guy. High, something high. Don't remember, but. And is it to appeal to the millennials and how they want things to be different? Oh, maybe. All the time? It does feel like it feels like little vignettes that you watch. And oh, Susie's cringing. I am like so that. old. I'm just like. You're, I, I wish can't. TV would go back to Golden the, Girls. Well, just sort of the multicam. Yeah. Even though I love The Office, but I'm like so over this new style. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah, I know really that different. it's because I'm old and I'm accepting of it. You're older. <laughs> Well, I, I'm old, but I've also always liked things that were older than me. That is so true. So it's like double whammy. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. I read this article. Oh, I can't wait. It's, I mean, it's so obvious, but it was about dentistry. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> and it was talking about the re- the way that wealth, can, it's like a microcosm of looking at wealth through teeth yeah, and how, you know, rich people can afford to take really good care of their teeth. Uh And so not just, um, not just aesthetically, but also, you know, cavities and actual dental work and whitening and orthodontia. Mm -hmm. And this article was pointing out the way that especially now that it's such a luxury for people and that um, they have these clinics where people, you know, dentists will volunteer for the weekend on their days off and do like for free work. Mm -hmm. And they just have like in a convention center, like a hundred dentist chairs and people line up all day and hope they get in. And really what they're getting is like nine teeth pulled or whatever, mm. like they're not getting like right care. They're getting emergent like yeah yeah trauma services for their teeth. Yeah, and how Triage. people um, will go to the ER like whenever you don't have insurance. Sometimes you yeah. your only choice is to go to the ER, and they don't have dental services at the ER. Mm-hmm. So then that that contributes to the opioid problem and the antibiotic problem <gasps> because they just oh give them god. pain they, management. Oh my god! Oh my <clears throat> god! And so, well, that's one thing when, when I was looking at, you know, things to take care of before you get pregnant, one of the things on there was dent dentistry. And mm-hmm. I started thinking about like, what is, why is it so important? And then I started thinking about how that, like the health of your mouth is very reflective of the health of your overall system. Yeah. Right. Gums, teeth just the cleanliness of it, like hygiene in general, like your knowledge of that kind of hygiene is probably also, or like lack thereof, like the no knowledge of that would probably also mean a lack of knowledge in other areas of health pertaining to like personal health and hygiene. Yeah. So yeah, that's really, I never really thought about that. Yeah, me neither. It's one of those things where hillbillies or whatever, you stereotypically think of them as people with no teeth or Mm -hmm, missing mm -hmm, teeth. mm -hmm. And it's sort of this way that we classify 
groups and think of maybe undereducated folks mm-hmm. have shittier teeth. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it's weird. I'm married to a Brit. He has perfect teeth, perfect. but he didn't know about the stereotype of British teeth. Yeah, I still don't believe that. <laughs> he did I not. can't understand how and you I was cannot like, know that. Have you seen Austin Powers? Have you seen any movie <laughs> ever about British people? And I mean, he lived there his whole life, but he said, you know, for I was trying to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. Because people often use that as an example of why socialized medicine doesn't work. Because look at their teeth. But their their dentistry is not socialized. Oh. They they have to pay for that so nobody goes to the dentist because it's expensive. And they're like, and I that's get why they all for free, have horrible teeth. But they also judge Americans for being so vain about their teeth and having like hyper white teeth. Oh my god! They think so we're weird. ridiculous for being like so white that it's blinding. <laughs> In fact, I went to my dentist last time, got a cleaning, and I was like, when I was leaving, I said, can I schedule a whitening session? He's like, no, your teeth are white enough. Yeah, your teeth are totally white enough. But, you know, we get... Fixated. And we see images on magazines. Well, and then the stupid commercial that says, have you done the tissue test? Have you seen this commercial? (gasps) Right. I have seen that. Let's do it. I mean, we're all going to fail because this is fucking white. Look. We're getting our tissues out. Yours actually match oh, pretty really? good. Oh, okay. Look. Your ma- yours matches no, too. They yes, they do. As well as mine would. As really? well as mine. I have to look now. Yeah, Sarah's checking hers out in the mirror. Oh, mine match worse than yours matches. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, oh. yours is way closer. I just walk around like this. <laughs> you should. You're like, passed. Pass the tissue test. Well, yeah, none the, of you can see that, but we just the expectation tissues. is ridiculous. But I think that anything that can show us or provide like a model for a way to look at poverty and class and the way that things are unfair that should be fair, mm-hmm. like everyone should have access, not necessarily to whitening, but right. to basic care. So, like, 25% of the country still doesn't have fluoride in their water. Right. Oh, my God. And so those areas are particularly at risk and have higher rates of opioid addiction. Oh, my God. Which I think is very interesting. And who would think that something as simple as teeth could shine a light on so much about the problems in our society? Oh, my God. So there you go. Damn. When I was 15, I went to the doctor because I was having really painful periods and really bad cramps. Yeah. And they prescribed me Vicodin when I was 15. I'm so jealous. And I didn't take it. What? Do you still have them? <laughs> yeah. I, no, I don't. Mm, yeah. And that I is, mean, yeah. that was probably at the very beginning. I of... know. Could you imagine if I decided to go, if it weren't for my family that was like all holistic and was like, we're going to find natural cures I would have. Been I can't believe on that. they gave you Vicodin for cramps. Yeah. That's absurd. That's what it was like. New then. They're like, yeah, here, have this. It was like low dose, but they're like, just take it once a month. Could you just take it? Like a fifteen-year-old now. Could you ever imagine that happening now? No way. I remember that happening, and I remember my mother being like, "We're, we're not taking those." Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's She's a like real... I'd rather you smoke pot than take that. Well, actually, and it'd be more effective. It would. I mean, I didn't smoke pot until after I was twenty, but still. I mean, that opioid thing is no joke. No joke. I was talking to your friend that's a doctor about it, uh, Heather. Yeah. Oh. Because she was saying how people come into the ER and they have such a... They they do so many drugs, like opioids are... 
you know, heroin. And so the painkillers that the doctors used are ineffective. And so they don't know what to do because there's nothing that's going to... Morphine, but then a lot of people, yeah, have a tolerance even at that level, so... Uh, next topic for you uh, is how beautiful your skin looks. Thank you. We were just talking about that before we started um, this episode. She she's glowing. I I do feel. I said, hey, you might be pregnant because you're looking mighty glowy. My skin, either that or it's my bioclarity. Oh right, one or two, (laughs) or both, or both. It could be both. Um, if you haven't tried it already, it's time. You need to check out bioclarity.com because what it is is a three-step face wash. I got an email from somebody who said she bought it for her daughter and then she started stealing it. So ah! they had to get one for each bathroom. That's cute. Um, and it's great if you're like me and need a routine. I have yes. to do it every day. Mm-hmm. And it's very soothing and calming and has great ingredients and not the the abrasive, terrible gook in a lot of... Uh, uh, competitors. So that's why we love it. It's Risk free. Also, 100% vegan and cruelty free. We love that too. <laughs> but if you give it a try, you can go to bioclarity.com and get it for $9.95 plus free shipping, which is a $20 savings. And it comes with a 100% risk free money back guarantee, as Sarah stated. Mm-hmm. But you have to enter code brain candy. So give that a try. Bioclarity.com, code brain candy. And you could be glowy, glowy like glowy. Sarah. I mean, I we can't glow like Sarah. That's not possible. Uh, They're not miracle workers. Get out. Get out. You are blessed. What? I mean, because I have bad skin and you have really nice skin. I did skin. not always have good skin. What was it like before? I had cystic acne and I had to get shots into my face when I had, I would get like where that's, I still have a few scars that are a little bit darker around here, this area, but they would, it would feel like a like a raisin like a grape but a tiny grape stuck under my skin and it would then they would just I would go to the dermatologist and they would give me a little shot and fill it up with cortisol and then it would go down and for a week I remember I was that's crazy uh when I was I first got my driver's license I was 15 I didn't even have my driver's license I just had a car I was 15 it was fourth of July my mom was out of town, and I had a huge, gigantic cystic zit on my chin, and I didn't go out till nighttime on 4th of July because I didn't want to be seen in daylight with it. And I spent all day long trying to cover it up and, like, pick at this, like, yeah. nothing was making it better. And it was just the worst. And then I remember ordering pizza in my room, and I ate it in the dark. It was real that sad. is the saddest story I've ever heard. It was real sad. Oh, it was a dark Lord. time for me. So that was my skin before. Thanks, about Clarity. This show has been highs and lows. Highs and lows. <laughs> okay, the next thing I want you to comment on is <laughs> I love this game. Did you- <laughs> Sarah's opinion on everything. Oh, well, you have a documentary you saw. Yeah. Do you want to share about that? Oh my God, Suze. Yeah. So all, not all of you guys. Uh, a few of our listeners and my friend Christy, shout out to Christy, Brain Candy Brainiac, uh, like OG, for real. And uh, <laughs> she was like, have you seen the documentary Mommy, Dead, and Dearest? And is this on Netflix or It what? is on HBO. Okay. And uh, it is about, basically it's about Munchausen by Proxy. 
Whoa. So it's about a month. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. Explain what that is to people that don't know. Yes. So it all starts with a, you see a woman who doesn't even look like a woman. She looks like a little kid who is in handcuffs and sitting trial. And then you find out why she's waiting trial. And she's awaiting trial because she and her boyfriend conspired to kill and did murder her mother, stabbed her mother. Uh, but the reason she did it is what makes it so fucked up. The mom had been keeping her daughter sick her whole entire life. Told her daughter that she was paralyzed from the waist down. Told her that she had, then she told her she had muscular dystrophy, couldn't walk, kept her in a wheelchair her whole life. Got her, got a feeding tube installed when she was like only maybe like eight or nine years old. She had to eat through a feeding tube. She had medicine for everything. The woman was lying to doctors about this, that, and the other. This woman, this little girl was a prisoner. Her mom wouldn't even let her know what was happening with her. She was just like, oh, you're sick. You got to have this. Got to." And for years, she was 23 or 21 when finally she, what, so the thing that's interesting, there's a lot that's interesting about this, but the mother tried so hard to keep her daughter sheltered and keep her locked up and would be like everything she did was controlling but the one thing you couldn't really control was unbridled teenage sexuality. And so the daughter went online when her mom went to bed and had this whole online persona and met a guy online who was definitely on the autistic spectrum and has his own past of trauma. Mm. And like just these, it, it's just, have you ever seen things online and you're like, who the fuck are these people? Mm -hmm. Every day. This is them pulling back the curtain to you finding out who these people are. And it's, you can't stop watching. What do you think about mothers who do that though? Could you, I mean, you're a mother. Well, we talked about it like indirectly on the episode about, you know, killers and how women tend to be. Yes, right, right, right. The harm that women tend to do is often weirdly perversely related to a desire to care for mm-hmm. oh which is so crazy and so i mean i truly cannot even get there in my head but in the abstract i suppose in that woman's mind maybe she justified it and felt like no 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 this is what's best it's kind of like when a hoarder thinks that no one could take care right. of their cats better than they could right it's so it's so twisted well that's the other thing it's like i don't does she even think that she's sick oh and then she, like uh the mother does not believe well she's dead but the mother uh, didn't believe truly that this girl was sick though do you think I she convinced know. herself i think maybe she did she was also trying to. She also tried to murder her grandmother. Who did the the mom? They interview the grandmother. I think it was her grandmother. But talk about cold and disconnected. Like it's like this woman. They could have been talking about a neighbor that they never really met. And she said, mean- "Yeah, she tried to. I think she tried to kill me with Roundup. She was putting Roundup in my cereal. And then she, the woman got really sick. And they thought. And the grandfather was like, "Yeah, I thought I wasn't. I, she wasn't going to make it." What the fuck? Wow, that is... Who do you... And now this girl's on trial, standing trial for... Murder? Murder with her boyfriend. And they're... What it is, the defense. Yeah. Uh, Is the defense self... self 
Self-defense kind of it's, thing? I, you know what? I fell asleep before I heard the word. <laughs> I got no joke 90% of the way through and then I fell asleep. No spoilers here. No spoilers. We have no idea. Because I have no idea. I'm going to have to go home and watch it. And There's no way she's going to go to jail. Well, here's, here's the creepy part. The, I fell asleep right when the big twist was happening. Because Sarah, you're the worst. The worst. Well, now you guys are all real excited to see it. We can watch it together. It'll be great. So the creepy part is that the mother, her name's Dee Dee, Inherit a lot of her behavior. She inherited from her mother, mm-hmm. who was really weird too. Who shoplifted and did a bunch of weird things that were like attention, all this creepy stuff. And now the daughter, the one who was the victim of all this, is displaying some of the similar manipulation tactics. So it's like, is she a danger? She might be. She the things she was saying. The posts that the the girl put up. Yeah, I saw that on Facebook. Her mother was killed. Like it was sort of like I killed the bitch or something. Yeah, and then I raped her dead body and like shit like that, like you real think creepy she did? stuff. And the boyfriend that she that she was talking to was into like BDSM, and she, it was like it got dark and creepy super fast. So, I, well, it started dark and creepy. However creepy you think it is, it gets way creepier. So we can all watch the ending together. That is so... It won't be a happy one. Right. And this just happened. Right. This is like happening I read the right article, now. And when it all transpired about a year ago, I read the article about mm-hmm. it. And it was compelling. Yeah. And you do feel sorry for the girl. So sorry for her, because her whole life is... Is she mentally sound in terms of intelligence? Yes, now, the way she talks now, you wouldn't have guessed it by the videos. And her mother told her that she was developmentally like five years behind. But now you hear her talk, and the only thing is she has a little bit of a vision problem, but you don't know if like maybe her mom did something like put eye drops in her eyes when she was little. And the, the, the documentary said that a lot of the symptoms that she was experiencing were side effects from medication that she w- they were improperly mixing. Mm, you should have see. seen the photo of this. Like, I am so freaked out if I take, like, I, when I hurt my knee once, I went to the doctor and I, they were going to go give me morphine and I was like, wait, hold on, I took two Advil, is that okay? No. And I like... And then I, because I was like, what if there's a chemical re-? I got all freaked out because I'm like paranoid like that. Then I looked at the picture of what this woman, this poor girl's medicine closet was and her list of daily medications. Yeah. Oh my God. Where was it would the kill dad? A horse. He was sort of in the picture, but not really. And he was like a handsome guy. The weird thing is, is like he was a handsome guy and the, they, they, he he got his girlfriend pregnant when they were like 16 mm-hmm. and he got married and then they got divorced cuz she started getting really weird <laughs> um oh my god yeah he said he started she started getting really I weird i can't and believe you didn't finish the freaking- I, well i fell asleep cuz it was like so late i i i mean i couldn't keep my eyes open so yeah you know i've been there i but had to still. watch but then i i did i i fell asleep Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Don't you, I always end up like halfway through the film, I'll start Googling 
while I'm watching it, like uh-huh. what happened to so and so. It's just because yeah. I need to know. I know. I can't believe I you didn't do at that. that point. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys have to watch that one. Oh, yeah. Oh, but that's not even the creepiest part of the story. What I was going to well, I'm going to tell you is that I have a friend who works for child services and they say they get about one of these calls a week of this Munchausen by proxy. And one they're dealing with right now is some, some, oh my gosh, like stuff with people injecting fecal matter into feeding tubes. That's really insane. Could you imagine? Do you think there's any hope for someone that does that? Like they could be a normal person one day or it's just like, okay, no. you've lost I, your day. I mind. think you've lost your, I think, I think there was, I think that person should not be around children. That should, person should not be a care. There's not going to be any sort of um, rehabilitation that will then make this person Okay, but in as their a caregiver. mind, they truly believe that right. they're doing the which right is thing. why it's so difficult because um, they don't know that they're they really don't know they're sick. Somebody who's schizophrenic, there's still a little bit of an awareness. There, well, often there's an, a lot a lot of an awareness. They know that they hear voices. They know that they're different. Da da da. da. But somebody with Munchausen by proxy or just Munchausen really believes that they're what's the difference one is to themselves and one is to who somebody does else. it to themselves to get sympathy oh okay so you'd right. be injecting okay. yourself with stuff so everybody's like oh my god oh, they're so sick i need to like wouldn't you just fucking fake it yeah but that like, is a version of i fake. would that's like yeah i know the, but i'd do that before i put poop in my feeding tube or what i think it's like one of those things you know with hoarders when you were interviewing uh what's his name and he said that there's a certain number of decisions yeah. And then it's like the eighth decision is like something about yeah, being he, like... Yeah, he has a... Yeah, it's there's a three whole, decisions away. Yeah, three. It's like you're three decisions away. I think it's the same thing with that. I think there's a thought train where you say, where you got sick once and you say, oh, okay, well, maybe if I... I, I know, I'll get give myself the stomach flu. Mm-hmm. I'll, you know, eat... A piece of fish that was out for, left out for too long. Good Whatever. Lord. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to rationalize <laughs> this shit. But it's fucked up. I mean, God. I I don't know. Yeah. Ugh. Um. Let's see. Gross. You Jesus can choose. Christ I'm going to give you three options. Okay. That you won't really know what they're about. Okay. Miss USA. Uh huh. Uh, Haven't heard that story yet, sl- so I don't know about that one. Slave article. Or Slaver. Okay. avocado toast. <laughs> I do know about that. Let's talk about... Should, should I pick one that I know about or don't know it's about? It's up to you. Let's talk about Miss USA because I don't know about that and I want to hear your take on it. And also because I know about the avocado toast thing. <laughs> no, let's talk about that just because I want to say something about that. So tell me the article that you're... Tell oh, just everybody. the avocado toast thing is that there's this dude, this rich, like, I think it might... Was he a, um, like a congressman or a senator? Something in the government or a businessman? I think he was a businessman. Okay, I thought he was in tech or something like that. Yeah, who said, like, the reason that millennials can't buy homes is because we're buying too much avocado toast and Starbucks coffee, yeah. basically. He said he saw, was somewhere where he saw somebody spend $22 on a piece of avocado toast. And he was like, $22 two or three times a week for a year could be the down payment on a house. 
Okay, but who's to say that the guy that bought the avocado toast didn't already have a house? Right. Maybe he's doing fine. We have a house, and I love avocado toast. And what made me laugh about that is that there are currently four avocados on my counter that I think have gone bad. <laughs> and right. I'm like, ooh, look how rich I am. Just wasted avocados. Throwing them away. It's raining avocados at my house. <laughs> right. but the I'm not really that. The privilege well in his sort of let them eat cake sort of... That totally is, so is true. Absurd. Yeah, like, oh, that's all it is, is they're just spending. I'm pretty sure that there's some, like, systemic issues yeah. at play here. Yeah, it's not, not healthcare costs or the, you know. Rising cost of tuition, and we're trying to get ahead, but we can't debt. because. It's that I had avocado toast last week. <laughs> for it's not my $120,000 in student debt if I want to be a doctor. It's that I ate too much avocado toast. I just love it. I love somebody that's so tone deaf mm. and so clueless about the way the world works that they wow. watch somebody buy something and think they've solved the problem. You know, it's really interesting because I, I really like hearing that perspective on it because there was a part of me in reading that that article that felt guilty for even being so wasteful as to ever enjoy avocado toast. And it's really nice to get... A, it really, we should be reading that article and being like, he should feel like a shithead. We should yeah, feel like a shithead. Yeah, but do you think he does after no. the backlash? No, not at all. Because I don't think people read the article and took had your takeaway. I think they had my takeaway. Really? Because we look at some... That's that whole thing of like, who is your source? Who is the information coming from? You know, you look at who's the information coming from and you're like, that's an elitist thing to say from somebody who is in a privileged position. I think a lot of people read that, and at first glance, without thinking too much into it, you say, oh, wow, there's a, a millionaire who's so successful. We should listen to everything he says because he knows a button he got there. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I guess. I mean. We're not right. You're right. right. We're not right. Right. You're I right. Mean, but And he's a perfect example of why people like him say those things and... You know. Yeah. I mean, the the thing is, if you want to buy a house, sure, saving is great. You mm-hmm. you do want to cut back on mm-hmm. luxuries. There's no question about yeah. that. But the idea that that's the whole story right. is so stupid. And to deny and ignore the systemic problems and just focus on avocado toast <laughs> is so tone deaf. And... Coming from such privilege, it just makes me want to barf. And I wonder if this was an actual interview or if it was just something he said casually, you know, because I feel like maybe it's been <laughs> I think take- it was in an interview, though. It, you do? Because how else would we all know? Well, he could have been at a, I don't know, some sort of business launch party for something. Like a real quick interview. There's a difference between like a sit-down interview and there's then there's like I'm on the red carpet for True. some press. True. What do they call it? Step and turn, step and repeat. <laughs> I've never heard that. But yeah, it's hilarious. That's what it's called the okay. step and repeat is makes sense. Where yeah. you go to talk so to the press? It's like an assembly line. Yeah, yeah. and um, you know they hold up that stupid card, and then they always like, wait, where are you from? And I'm like the right. real world. <laughs> Who are you again? Oh, no one. No one. <laughs> Back of the line. I know. <laughs> Sorry. That's all for today. We'll have to get to those other uh, depressing and silly articles oh, later. Oh, yeah. On another time. Um, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes and uh, subscribe, please. We love yeah. that. Thank you, you guys you for listening. You all the fun stuff that we chit-chat about here. Blah, blah, blah.
<laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.